Lyme disease is on the uptick and other insect-borne illnesses on the radar in Washtenaw County. I'm David Fair and welcome to this week's edition of 89.1 WEMU's Issues of the Environment. Now from 2020 to 2021, the number of cases of Lyme disease in Washtenaw County tripled. Then in 2022, there were more than 100 cases reported. This year, apparently on pace to be even worse if it isn't already. Our guest today is exactly the right person to talk to about this. Laura Bowen is Washtenaw County's Epidemiology Program Manager, and thank you so much for making time for us today, Laura. Happy to be here. Thank you. Do we know where we are in terms of cases so far this year? Well, I, unfortunately, they just keep pouring in. So uh, the last time we pulled cases at the end of July... We were already at 112 cases for this year, and I can tell you that the first half of August, we have had um, a number of um, additional cases reported. So is there evidence to tell us what is behind these increases over the last couple of years? You know, we um, have not had a chance to uh, figure out why we're having such a big increase. We certainly, again, are, it's um, very evident that, you know, we're, you know, more people are getting infected, and so, but the question is, it is, it's a really great question of why, why now? So are some of the reasons we should potentially consider uh, an explosion in tick populations, more people spending more time out of doors, or perhaps even climate change uh, allowing for further spread of ticks? Yeah, I mean, all of those certainly are possibility, and, you know, Lyme is a disease that's absolutely you know, it's an ecosystem-type disease because for, the, um, for Lyme to show up, you need not only the tick that carries Lyme disease, which is uh, the black-legged tick, or also known as exotic scapularis is the more formal term, um, but then those ticks have to be infected with Lyme disease. And the way they get infected is through this process of uh, small mammals uh, get infected, which are our, our white uh, white-footed mice and our chipmunks, and then the cycle goes through the uh, the deer population, and then to the tick population. It's this kind of continuing loop, and then unfortunately humans get in the middle of that when we're out enjoying the outdoors. And so again, any of those parts of that cycle between the ticks, the small mammals, and the deer, you know, that can also um, affect what we're seeing for Lyme disease. So there are a number of different species of ticks, but you just mentioned it is a specific kind that uh, transmits Lyme disease. Is that the most prevalent tick in our area? Well, that um, it has not been the most prevalent tick until recently. Um, you know, much more common in our area has been the dog tick, which you know, I, I just have to say, all ticks are just creepy, and I hate them. And, <laughs> and you're so, not out there personally I, counting, right? <laughs> no, or trying to find them, you know, and doing a tick. You know, we, we actually, you know, do occasionally send out staff to work with the state health department to do what are called tick drags, to actually look for ticks. What, but anyway, that said, yeah, the ticks that are have been more common in our area um, until recently has been the dog tick, and that is is a bigger is a slightly bigger tick, easier to see. Again, you know, as the name suggests, you know, we find them on our pets. Um, they're again, you know, again, they're gross. You know, you find them, you have to pick them off, you know, yourself or your pets. But 
they're pretty easy to see. And, but, and they don't tend to carry any diseases. So that, you know, from a ticks, you know, from us, you know, a human standpoint, dog ticks really aren't that much of a concern. But what's happened more recently is we have seen this increase in the black-legged tick, the um, deer tick, which carries Lyme disease. And that, you know, they are much smaller. And not only is the, the tick, the adult deer tick, much smaller, but the nymphal tick, which is like the, the little, you know, the much, uh, the, like the baby tick, so to speak, mm-hmm. is minute. I mean, it's like the size of a poppy seed. It's so hard to find. And so that makes it, you know, um, really difficult to to see when um, one of these has attached to you. Our issues of the environment conversation with Washtenaw County Epidemiology Program Manager Laura Bauman continues on 89.1 WEMU. So what's our best protection? What's the best methodology for trying to prevent getting the bite in the first place? Sure. So it just, first of all, awareness. You know, that you know, it, it has been until recently, we didn't have to think about it as much in our area because, you know, in, until, you know, it's, it's really been the past five or ten years that we've started to see more transmission here locally in Washtenaw County. And so more, again, just being aware when you're out hiking, when you're camping, those types of things, you need to think about, are you going through brushy areas? Are you in a, an area that you could be exposed to ticks? And if so, then you need to take precautions. And those, a number of things can be done, certainly wearing DEET, which, you know, is a, a good repellent, um, can help. Um, some people use clothing that's been treated with permethrin, which um, can really prevent the ticks from attaching and and coming um, onto your person. And then also, if you have been in an area that uh, potentially there were ticks, um, doing good tick checks afterward. One of the important things to know about Lyme disease is that that tick needs to be attached to you for 36 to 48 hours to transmit Lyme disease. And so if you catch, if you find the tick within, you know, a couple hours, even within that day that you've been on the hike and, and remove it, then it's not going to transmit Lyme disease. Should we be taking those ticks somewhere for identification so that scientists, health professionals better understand what we're dealing with, or do we just get rid of them after we take them off our bodies? Sure. So one um, you know, easy way to find out, I mean, certainly you can Google, take a picture of the tick, and Google and see if you can kind of see like, mm, I wonder, you know, there's some different markings on the ticks you can look for. But at the same time, if you take a good picture of the tick, you can send that into the state health department and they um, can uh, turn that around for you and let, and let you know what, um, what type of tick that is. So it's, again, can be really helpful to know, especially if, you know, maybe you've just pulled a tick off your kid and you're like, ah, right. oh, what kind of tick is this? And so take a picture of it and and then you know if you want to if you want to hold on to it just for a little bit you can put it in a little plastic baggie or somewhere where it's again not going to you know get away or um and then you know again send that you know just 
you know, send an email of that picture up to the uh, State Health Department, and they'll let you know what type of ticket was. Once again, this is Issues of the Environment on 89.1 WEMU, and we're talking with Washtenaw County Epidemiology Program Manager Laura Bauman. Laura, this is also the season for mosquito-borne illnesses, uh, West Nile virus among them. Are you on the lookout for other particular insect-caused illnesses through the rest of the summer and fall? Absolutely. So, you know, as you said, uh, we are entering West Nile virus season. You know, typically, you know, West Nile has now been around for two decades in Michigan. And so that we've learned that if there's going to be human cases uh, of West Nile, they're going to, um, people are going to get exposed in August and September. You know, I, I typically tell people, you know, that weekend, I mean, it's those days right around Labor Day that seem to be, you know, the most, um, you know, that people get, ex- you know, the exposures happen a lot if, if we're going to see West Nile cases. And again, I think that hap- it may be too that, you know, we've had kind of the whole summer that the virus kind of builds up in the ecosystem. And then Labor Day weekend is this lovely, you know, kind of, you know, sometimes kind of last hurrah of the summer. People are out you know, out with friends, maybe out, again, boating, hiking, camping, also maybe they're doing yard work. But again, it's that late August, early September that people, again, just need to be take precautions um, against mosquitoes. Well, there's a lot of creepy crawlies out there, but uh, I don't want anyone to think that the overriding message is stay <laughs> indoors. It's not about that at all. It's just about being aware and protecting yourself, right? Absolutely. And you know, the other thing, you know, certainly prevention is is key, as always. But, but then also, you know, the awareness that if you have been, again, hiking, camping, and within, you know, a week or two after, you know, that you've been enjoying the outdoors, you're like, oh, I'm not feeling so well, or you notice a strange rash, please don't hesitate to... Um, contact your healthcare provider because early treatment of Lyme is really important. Um, it's a 10 to 14 day antibiotic treatment. And one of the things we've been noticing with the cases that, of Lyme disease that have been reported to us um, this year so far is over 10% of people have been hospitalized. And this is typically when they've missed those early signs of Lyme disease and haven't gotten on treatment. And unfortunately, Lyme disease can end up um, causing meningitis and other more severe outcomes. So, again, I just really encourage people, you know, don't to call your doctor and to check in if you think you may have been exposed to Lyme. Well, thank you so much for the time and sharing the information today, Laura. It's always appreciated. You're welcome. Thank you. That is Washington County's Epidemiology Program Manager, Laura Bauman. She's been our guest on Issues of the Environment. If you'd like more information on ticks and Lyme disease, visit our website at wemu.org. We'll get you linked up everywhere you need to go. Issues of the Environment, it's produced in partnership with the Office of the Washtenaw County Water Resources Commissioner, and it's a regular Wednesday feature on your community NPR station. I'm David Fair, and this is 89.1 WEMU-FM, Ypsilanti.